A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. We are together again in person. Oh, yeah. I just touched the inside crease of Megan's thigh. You know, the part, like, it's the part where if you like, you know, yeah. squished it together, some may think it's a fat vagina uh, or I was gonna a say, flat ass. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't have enough. Um, I don't have enough to work with right here to make it look like an ass. Mm-hmm. So it is just kind of looking That's like I said, flat ass. a flat ass or like a, this is my vagina my after like that vagina. time I had that allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes Oof. sense. That makes even sense. thinking about that makes me <laughs> hurt. <laughs> this is your date. This is your weekly reminder to, if you have the start of a yeast infection, do not use the full strength one day. If you're not even con- fully convinced you have one, you can't actually get ahead of it. You will just cause a horrible reaction. 
It oh, was no. Oh, no. Well, this is Dumpling Me Warn Advice podcast. Are you so happy you stuck around after uh, Swollen Pussy Talk? I'm. <laughs> what? That's a good name for her. Swollen Pussy Talk. <gasps> and I'm just thinking of logos. Yeah. You're like, are those lip injections or are those pussy lips? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Speaking of, I have a meme to show you later. Remind Terrific. me. Terrific. Love it. Can't wait. Don't you love that segue? Because like, do. it is. And it once I show you, you'll be like, this completely makes sense. <laughs> uh, Weird Advice Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm joined by my co-host and producer. And the only reason why anything gets done around here, Melissa. Hello. Did you see my to-do list I sent you today? No, but I did or see you night. sent me one. It's <laughs> called Shit like, We Have to Do. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, because when you hang out with me, you every it's like island time. Like you come on to like you when you come into my home, people just forget shit. Yeah. We are an advice podcast. How many times have I said that? About three or four. Great. So glad if you have been here for years and you're like, shut the fuck up. We know that. Get through the intro. Um, well, if you want to call in. Someone an- has said I've seen people say that they discovered us during quarantine. So <gasps> that makes me happy. Me too. I want to know how, because like we haven't had guests in so long. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how'd you discover? How'd you find us? I love it. Makes us happy. Um, but we give amazing, life-changing, life-altering advice. And why are we so qualified? Is it the countless PhDs we have? Is it the fact that we are both, fuck. So you know how like men can become, like you can be like sirs? What do we, what do? Like a madam? Like, um. Dame, Dame Judy. Dame. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's Judy Dench? Got it. Dame Judy. We have both been damed. Knighted? Knighted. I don't know. What, what, I hold don't on. Know. Let's look Let's it figure up. it out. Let's let's make our let's sell our lie a little bit better. Damehood. Damehood. That's also a good podcast name. It is. It's a really good podcast name. Um, yeah, we give great advice. Uh it's actually we have no credentials at all. What we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. We have opinions about everything, including your life. And if you want to tell us about your life and get our opinions and get our advice, you can call us at 310-694-0976. Leave us a voicemail. And then if you are an international listener, you can record an audio message and then email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com for both of those mediums. We uh, ask of you to keep it under three minutes because you will in the on the Google voice number, you'll be cut off um, and the voice memo. Melissa will cut you off and we just won't play it. Um, It just won't get sent to me. Oh, true. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Yeah. Filter that shit through. Oh, ow. Hit my elbow. I'm like so extra clumsy today. She's literally tripped six times, ran into the end of this couch hit that she was more concerned about her plant <laughs> getting, like getting tangled. tangled into these cords that then her own knee that has already been injured yeah. you hit it twice right I did. I, yeah it, hit, it was like lower here but my biggest fear after i hurt my knee was that i was going to get it again on the corner of this marble coffee table you need rounded edges like I know. a toddler i think i do i know you do you know, I, that is true. I actually rarely hurt myself when I'm babysitting because everything is childproof. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, we asked your H and over. Have your parents' permission? <laughs> Let us know your pronouns and all the pronouns of people involved in the story. And speaking of the story, what are you going to tell us? Give us as many details as possible. We really don't need to know what your zodiac sign is, but we pretty much always, without a doubt, I mean, pr- always we want to know how old you are how old the other people in the story are if it's about a relationship how long have you, how long have you been dating all of those things give as much detail and the best advice that we can give you 
when recording your calls is to practice what you're going to say, write it all down, and then you can time yourself. Make sure you're under three minutes, see if there's anything you're forgetting. And that's how we get those like perfect, clear, wonderful calls that get a gold star from Melissa. And I think you've only had two, right? Yeah, I for- there's been a couple episodes where I, when I was reviewing the episode, I was like, I should have given them one. Oh, okay. I just forgot. So delayed, but we're not going <laughs> to give them to you now. But just know. <laughs> just like, know that the thought was there. Just know if you think that you're like, damn, I can't believe I didn't get a gold star. Mm-hmm. Maybe Melissa was thinking that you should have later on yeah you have gold you have uh reg- i was saying never mind regret it's like post-mortem regret but i was like no one died like post episode post post edit post post record i don't know whatever i took an adderall that will eventually kick in okay. it's gonna be a great time um so what's new with you absolutely nothing except you got your hair done oh yeah i did get my hair done if you're watching the video version it looks so fucking good. Like that is a make like, yeah, that's great. You need a TikTok. Like that's like a that like you could do that to some like this. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I'm really happy. I love it. I haven't had it cut in a year and a half because you know the panoramic. But um, here we are with new hair. Change your hair, change your life. That's what they say, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we both changed our hair. Have we mm-hmm. recorded since I changed my hair? Nope. Oh yes, yes, we did last week when we were supposed to be doing this very episode right now. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 last Friday. But you wore it in a ponytail. Uh-huh. And I was disappointed. I'm so sorry. Because I was like, Megan didn't dress up for me today. No, but look, now that we both get, I would just be like, you didn't you're have just your waiting. hair. I was you're waiting, just waiting for, for me. for a <laughs> grand reveal to be together. <laughs> oh. It's so good. But yes, yeah, so you have a new hairstylist, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's great. I will say here, um, if anybody wants to know what I have been up to, you should check my Twitter. <laughs> I haven't been on Twitter today. Granted, this will come out. It probably will still be going on. Though. Oh, God, I hope not. But probably. It's the rest of my life. Ugh. I will never know peace. Little gooby hammer. Okay. <sighs> well, we're going to get into our update. This is um, pretty self-explanatory. We just have a caller giving us an update. So our update <laughs> is iconic. <laughs> It was everything that I hoped it would be because she's just so chill about it. Oh, my God. Like, it's exactly the person who I would have assumed this, like, their attitude, like, matched the call so mm-hmm. much. And I'm like, this makes sense to me. so laid back. <laughs> so chill. So, so chill about it. And this is from a recent call that we all loved. This was, we were all up in arms in the Facebook. Like, this was, like, a fun one. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't want to spoil it. Let's just roll the tape. I was the girl who got her tits up <laughs> during sex. Um, that's me. And so basically, um, I didn't say anything. That's basically the summary. I didn't say anything and I just wanted to die laughing. And it was dark, thank God. Um, you were asking about positions. <laughs> okay, so imagine. Are you hiding from said yeah, partner? That's what you have to yeah. do. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm hiding. Mm-hmm. Imagine me on top. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. We're getting You're hot facing and him. Then, You're facing him. Facing him, okay. hands on chest. And then he's just slapping. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to die. It was the funniest moment of my entire fucking life. Were the lights on or off? Off. If okay. it was on, it would be a problem because <laughs> um, 
<laughs> also, was it was it the like a, a nice firm slap? Was it the wind chimes? Yeah, like like they like jiggled. Okay. Well, just one. Okay. So did it, did it, like, one went, hit the other? Like, was it enough force yeah. that it was like a pendulum? Like, doom, doom. <gasps> yes, like those things on the office. Like, yeah. the desk. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Pet, no. Mm. What's a pendulum? A pendulum just swings back it's and forth. Oh, no. I'm thinking, of that. I'm thinking the exact same one we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So that's what happened. So that was fucking hilarious. And then we were doing it again later. I'm not that crazy, but we're doing it again. <laughs> and, but this time, this time, I was from behind. It was from behind. And then you guys. And then he hit it from behind and I like went I like snorted like like that <laughs> but then it's and then he goes did you fucking fart and I said yes <laughs> you'd rather fart than the snort yes and I said oh yeah I did <laughs> and then that was it <laughs> and we never talked about it I'm done wait so has it now like this was I mean it was like kind of recently but not like so crazy recently have you this uh, have you had fornication since and have titties been slapped since the second titty slap we have but no tit slap maybe he thinks if he slaps it then you'll fart and he's scared now hey maybe that's... which kind of works for me a little <laughs> bit um but it is the fucking funniest thing i've ever experienced in my fucking life. i'm dying also like slapping the titty from behind that is a shot in the fucking like not to be like do you have yeah. large large but like does he like yes. like i'm gonna say if Mots tried to do that like he's got a very small percentage of actually hitting them mm-hmm. and like might accidentally like upper hand me in the face yeah no he i mean he has some area to work with like he's got some surface area mm-hmm. yeah he's got some surface area so it's not like that difficult maybe he was like trying to like i don't even know but he he hit it wow wow he hit it while he was hitting it hit yeah to be fair, though, yeah. in the original uh, episode when you when you when we played your first call, I said I couldn't confidently say if I have or have not had my titty slapped. And yeah. for anyone who doesn't follow our Instagram or missed the post, I did text mods in the episode, and I was like, "Have you ever slapped my titty during sex?" <laughs> and he said yes, and I was like, "So I've I guess I've been there too. I don't Maybe remember." But also, I would say slapping my slapping some like slapping like a. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like talk negatively to my boobs. I love my boobs, but like. I have small breasts. It's a commitment. Like right. he knows very, it has to be like right there in his face yes. and he knows he's not going to miss. And also like the slap in itself. Mm-hmm. There's if you come with a lot of force, like you're probably going to swing right past it. Yeah. Like it might be like a oh, tap. Yeah. I feel like it was like a flick. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But like with I, like large boobs, mm, that's like a that's very a, different experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty jolting. Um <laughs> It was it was quite fantastic. You know, I've had a number of sexual partners, but this has never been something that I've experienced. So that's kind of exciting because, you know, he's my husband and I definitely didn't lose my virginity to him. <laughs> but I lost my chicken spot virginity. So Aww. that was really sweet. That's so sweet. So You should precious. get him a cookie cake. <laughs> but first, and it's a cookie. It's a boob. It's a boob. Yeah. 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 What a good call. You do a handle with icing on it. Yeah. That would be yeah, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Wow. I do love the commitment to, I would rather fart than have him know that I, <laughs> I laughed <laughs> while he yeah. sucked my titty. You know, it's something to remember. And I was like, fuck, I need to tell someone. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Like, we so greatly appreciate Like, that was You're like, so we were dying. Mm-hmm. 
I like so like we I think we had to pause. We did. We had to pause and start over. We did. We were we were like could not speak and we're both doing that laugh. We're just like (laughs) we're talking to me. (laughs) It was oh it killed us. Yeah. It killed us. Oh, thank so thank you, you, know you for sharing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you. Thank like your husband you, as it well. It seems like you are doing <laughs> right. it well. So. You are. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. We are back. Fucking fantastic update. We'll never not think about this. Titty slap, titty slap, titty slap, titty slap, titty slap. Dun, dun, I wasn't going with that one, but. It did sound like it, though. I was switching it up when oh. it got to the fourth. You're gonna you throw a remix. <laughs> this is the remix. <laughs> Imagine that, like anytime there's a like, group singing, that you just like slide in there. Everybody goes, "Oh my god, we're all singing the same thing." This is great. And, you're, and the remix, and you just like fucking glee it and throw another song yes. underneath. Yeah, or Pitch Perfect. Oh, fucking funny. Well, love it, love it. Let us know in the uh, comments on our latest instagram if uh thumbs up no let's do it needs to be that open hand one that has like the motion yeah so give us an open hand emoji but the one that has the motion with it so you know it's moving or a closed hand emoji or any other hand emoji if you're like never have my titties slapped Mm -hmm. should we get into uh the episode look at you and your green drink so revitalized we need a remix of purple drink Hi Megan and Melissa, hope you guys are doing well and staying healthy. I need some advice and I'm hoping that Megan in particular might be able to relate or help out a bit. I am 23 years old, my pronouns are she, her, and I am a Virgo sun, Taurus moon, and Capricorn rising. And I've been dating my boyfriend who is also 23 for almost four years, and he is a Scorpio sun, also a Taurus moon, and a Leo rising. We have pretty much been living together at my parents' house since the start of the pandemic when we went into lockdown together. But now that regulations are slightly lifted where I live, my boyfriend occasionally goes back to stay with his parents for a bit. We are planning on moving out into our own place together, hopefully by the end of the year if we can afford it. We have talked about marriage and getting engaged, and we are both completely on the same page. We both wanted to be finished with university, which he is, and I am busy with a postgraduate degree that I will finish at the end of the year, and moved in together before getting engaged. So realistically, I am not expecting him to propose anytime soon. However, we are at the age where a lot of our friends are getting engaged and married, and there is just a lot of external pressure. And I really do want to be engaged to him and marry him. And although logically I know our timeline makes sense and we don't need to be engaged to be committed, emotionally, I just really want to get engaged to him. Anyway, that brings me to the crux of the issue. We are going on a trip, all COVID safe, in a few weeks for our four-year anniversary. It's a super romantic trip to this secluded cabin, and I just can't help but think this would be the perfect occasion for him to propose. Like, so perfect that if I were the one proposing, I would probably do it on this trip. And even though I'm trying not to, I can't seem to stop myself from getting my hopes up. But I really don't want to ruin this trip by being disappointed if he doesn't propose. So the advice I need is basically, how do I not get my hopes up and end up being disappointed? I've considered talking to him about it, but I don't want to ruin the surprise on the slim chance that he is planning on proposing. And I also don't want him to feel like I am pressuring him because I know he will propose when he is ready. Oh, (laughs) oh, oh. Here's the thing. You already done goofed because you think it's going to happen. Yep. Not like ever. I mean, like on this trip. And I think that 
there's like there's like it could possibly happen but i think you're right that you will then ruin the trip by being disappointed if you're not um i mean okay let's talk about it logically uh you don't want to get so after school one and you've got a year left of school so i mean from what you both have said unless you meant that you don't want to get married until then but you'd be okay getting engaged while you're still in school i don't necessarily think that unless you're taking the trip next year it doesn't even seem like that aligns with your original plan yeah i mean i would I'm a fan of always surprised, never disappointed. I would just be like, I'm not getting engaged on this trip. Like, it's not happening. I would like do whatever it like, whatever outfits you're bringing, or if you're gonna like do your nails beforehand or what anything like that. Like, correct anyone who says you're getting engaged on this trip, and you say no, I'm not. Like, just say it over and over and over again. And then eventually, even if there's still like a part of you that thinks it's going to happen, you just got to make the part of you that thinks it's not going to happen a little bit bigger. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you don't think she should just get her nails done? No, I'm saying like, get your nails done. I think she should. Yeah. Get, just in case. Just in case. But here is the fucking tricky thing. And I was just talking to my friend about this, who um, like, basically they thought the exact same thing. They were going on a trip and they were going to get like potentially get engaged but um their now husband ended up accidentally butt dialing her mom and telling the entire story of everything no her no her mom ended up butt dialing my friend so my friend like three days before the trip had the entire proposal and everything spoiled and everything like that why did the mom tell because she was she was telling she was talking to her friend about it and she accidentally butt dialed her daughter Oh, I thought you were saying the boyfriend accidentally no, but dialed I mom. did say that at first, but okay. that's not what I meant. Okay. I did, you're not wrong, though. That's what I said. But yeah, so, and it was like a total, like, wild thing. But even, like, she was saying before that, she was like, I had, like, an, I thought it was going to happen. But as soon as I found out for sure that it was going to happen, I realized that, like, no matter how much I thought it was going to happen, like, there was still an element, like, of surprise there. And, like, I didn't really necessarily think about it. So I think, like... I think if you want to be, if you have like a mutual friend or something that like, I, but here's the other part, like you either, you have two options, either you don't get your hopes up and you really like work on like squashing that or you potentially then have to like find out if he is and then ruin the surprise. I mean, I think my biggest advice is that it's going to happen eventually and if it doesn't happen this trip it's going to happen yeah and there's a reason why and like i know that for you you're like this is how i would do it but like you're not marrying yourself you're gonna marry him so however he ends up doing it is like how he's comfortable doing and how he really wants to and so i think if you can just relinquish any sort of like oh wow this would be ideal and if he does it there that's because it would also be ideal for him too and like that's the perfect thing and if he doesn't it's because like he has something else in mind which is I think that's like the whole sentiment of it is like that it's someone who's planning this for you and doing all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I will definitely, without a doubt, say if this, if you feel like that, if this trip is coming earlier than you've talked about getting engaged and like, you've just kind of felt like, oh, all these people around me are getting engaged. And like, now I would really want to, if you guys haven't had that updated conversation, I think you could just take it off the table that it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Just just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. 
everything Megan said. I mean, that's always what I do for everything. I'm like, I never get, this is never going to work. I, I do the opposite my, of manifesting. I always have my expectations set very low. So that way people can't disappoint me yep. or they can exceed the expectations. Yep. Anyone who's like, Megan, that's not the mindset you should be. You have not been an actor. Like you have to, you can't go into or every a writer. Yeah. You, you can't go into like, especially like any freelance gigs or anything mm-hmm. you have to pitch yourself for. You can't go in there being like, I'm going to like, fuck you, Rachel Hollis. Any other self-helps like that's how you book it. No, no, no. no. That's how you become severely, severely depressed. Yeah. I'm always like, they didn't say no. <laughs> exactly. So, so I'm still in the game. Yeah. You're like, well, it's fine. I'm Megan and Melissa. I'm a 26 year old woman and my pronouns are she, her. I'm calling to see what advice you can give me on a situation that happened eight months ago that I just can't seem to shake. I've been dating my current boyfriend who is 27 for about two and a half years. We have a beautiful and balanced relationship. About eight months ago in lockdown, I was up late and received a message to my work email, which I thought was odd. I opened the email and it read this. I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but I've been sleeping with your boyfriend. It's been going on for a while now. I believe you are his girlfriend. I thought you should know because I don't want the guilt of it anymore. I checked to see the email um, to see who it was sent from and it had a full name of a person. So let's just say it was Allie Smith 808. So I immediately went to my boyfriend's Instagram follower list to look for an Allie Smith and I found one. So I immediately called my boyfriend to confront him and he denied the accusations. I've been cheated on in the past and I'm very aware of the signs that indicate a cheating partner and I knew he was telling the truth. The real question was, why was this girl sending me this email? Who was this girl? My boyfriend went to undergrad with her and they hadn't seen each other in years. He pulled up her Instagram profile for me to see and we saw that she lived in a completely different part of the country as us and had a boyfriend. It just didn't add up or make sense. I ended up tracing the IP address of where the email was sent from and the city just so happened to be the same city that my boyfriend's toxic ex-girlfriend from seven years ago lived. Let's call her Sarah. Now, I've never met this Sarah, but I've heard from countless people that she is essentially the devil. There's no doubt in my mind that it was her. So I wanted so badly to reply to this email, but my boyfriend asked me not to. And after some discussion, we thought the best power move was to block her off all forms of social media. So she would find out when she went to creep us and she would know that we knew. So all this to say, Even though this has happened eight months ago, I still have so much anger towards Sarah. I can't stop going into my blocked Instagram accounts and creeping her profile and bio, which always seem to read, be kind to others or spread light. And it just drives me nuts. The worst part is that this year, she just graduated as a physician, a medical doctor, which is a profession to help and care for people. And every part of me just fantasizes about going on to rate my doctor and leaving her a bad review. I know I should probably forgive her and move on, but the effort that this girl went into trying to sabotage my relationship just irks me to no end. What should I do? Should I contact her? Should I just move on and trust that karma will get her? I don't even know why I'm still hung up about this, but I am. Any advice or options you can provide would be so helpful. I'm a Libra, if that helps. And thank you both so much. Aye, aye, aye. You don't have to forgive her ever. Yeah. I would, I would have, I would respond with like, I know I've watched the videos. <laughs> I've watched the videos? Yeah. What does that mean? That means that if it would be like, I know I've watched the videos, like that she knows that 
they were cheating, quote unquote, oh. and she's seen the videos. Oh my god, <laughs> they get me off. <laughs> that, that's I mean, that's really that's, the power move. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you trust your boyfriend, mm-hmm. and like that's all that matters in the situation. I would not have been okay with like the we're just gonna ignore her. I wouldn't either because that to me, I'm like, then my mind goes racing. I go. Why? why if yeah why like if this is a lie and she didn't actually do this why aren't we can why am i not why aren't we confronting her about this and like that to me i think probably the reason why you still have these hung up feelings is i think 99 percent of you trust your boyfriend and thinks that like he's truthful and all of that and i think there's probably like a one percent of you that feels a lot of this hate towards this girl but also she's the only person who could also tell you if it's true. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. true or not. So like, it is like, this is a stone that has been left unturned and you're just supposed to kind of move on. And uh, if I were, I mean, again, right off the bat, I would have not accepted like that. We're just not going to engage with her and like block her. So then she fall like, cause I understand the thought process. And I think that's like a very mature thing to do. And I'm not saying that my way is more mature. I'm, I'm saying my way is less mature, but I don't get the same satisfaction of, um, oh, when she goes to find us and she sees that we're all that, that she, we, she's blocked on everything. I'm like great in theory, but for me personally, I don't get to witness that. Yeah, and you don't know for sure. Yeah. And I think that like, I think that you, I think that's the reason why you're still like hung up on this also because you can't forgive somebody that you don't know a hundred percent sure that they did this right but you don't and but you also don't have to forgive her no yeah and so but i think that like without a doubt do not leave any review for her like medical practice no 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 no. that's uncalled for and it's also just like you have like i understand like oh she's supposed to be caring about people and all of that stuff like again you don't have confirmation without a doubt that this is a person and you could then be potentially ruining someone else's professional career and also someone can be a massive cunt and great at their job like also what did she do that was toxic in the past yeah because that could be what he said to not depending on how bad good call how bad it was what did she do in the past yeah but i mean yeah i guess that's a good point because then my follow-up was going to be like i i would reach i would reach out to her but i think it is like having a conversation with your boyfriend like is she like dangerous would it be whatever it is um i think that like messaging her like and find like asking about that or like or to also like making a fake instagram account and messaging her and being like Mm -hmm. hey are you hooking up with so-and-so yeah but then she'd know it would come from them yeah but then it also is the same kind of thing of like technically she could like yeah that's true you know but i do want to say you have great detective skills what i'm doing the same thing yeah and also i did not know you could um Look up IP addresses for emails. Yeah. And then I went into my Gmail. And so now I have them expanded for every single one. So thank you for this. Because uh, I read the summary and it just said like something about like saw an e- got the IP from the email address. And I was like, from Gmail? And then I did it on mine. But yeah. Good to know. Because I do have a secret email. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I also think that like I would urge you um, to. Make sure you have communication with your um, 
boyfriend about this too, because I think like the language and the terms, like, why am I not over this? Like have like forgiving all of that kind of stuff. Like this is not something that you have to deal with like alone at all. And even if like he has quelled almost all of your anxieties or worries about this kind of a thing, like, like you said, you've been cheated on before. So this is like a, it's a triggering sort of instance. And it's not something that you need to like get over on your own at all. And it is up to your partner, whether it's true or not, but it is up to your partner um, to also be a part of it. You don't have to go through all of that alone. And then I think if he's like really like not helping you out at all, that to me is a little sus. It is. But yeah, it seems like for this, you just want closure, just confirmation that she's the one that she did it. Yeah. You want closure and then you want like retaliate, like you want to hurt her in the same way. But I think you also have to register too that she tried to get, if this is her, she tried to get to you and it didn't actually work. So you don't have to retaliate well, in any way. Work. In a, it's, it worked in, a, it's still under your skin, but you guys didn't break up. Yeah. And so I think that like, it does like any of this kind of like revenge stuff, it does like take time just to like get through it. But I think the thing that is holding you back is you've never had a conversation with her. And I think you, it sounds like you've got a really good eye um, and ear for when someone is being like deceitful Mm -hmm. and that it might be really helpful for you to actually talk to her to then know like, okay, I definitely know she did this, or I definitely know that she didn't do this. And um, yeah, I think this is one of those things like, you know, in those movies where it's like the person dies and they keep coming back and living the same day over and over again. Like, I think the reason why you can not getting you're not like moving on past this is because like there's there's something left you feel like you really need to do um and i don't think you have to get over that feeling like i think you can do that thing that you need to do moving on yeah i would not be i would not be able to rest no stone would go unturned no my therapist said that's one of my biggest issues and she's Mm. like megan you constantly have to you're just constantly surrounded with like all of these stones upside i was like yeah i will will know cannot not i know it's a great thing about me, she says sarcastically. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of 
getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Well, we are back from our break and we're going to get into the rest of the calls. Hey guys. So I'm one and a Pisces so I'm a little sensitive <laughs> um I'm calling to get some insight on what to do or how to process some information that I just learned um as a background my parents divorced when I was just a baby and they've both been remarried and they have a rough relationship that I've kind of always been in the middle of um my dad ended up remarrying a woman and she ended up getting pregnant with my little sister who is now 13 um my stepmom ended up passing away from overdose when my sister was four my dad was kind of a deadbeat, so me and my sister became really close due to me taking on the role of a, her parent. 
I don't really have a strong relationship with her anymore since moving out and going to therapy and realizing that wasn't supposed to be my responsibility. However, I absolutely despise the way that my dad and his new girlfriend treat my sister and the mom of there and he just kind of wants to take her in. That's not really the point. Um, the point is that my mom told me that my dad is not her biological father. Um, apparently, my dad got a vasectomy when both my parents were still together, and my stepmom cheated on my dad and got pregnant. But she did put my dad's name on the birth certificate, and he's been her father her whole life. Even though I'm fully aware that family isn't blood, I think it's information that she should know. However, knowing that she lost her mom at such a young age and then to tell her that her whole life is a lie and we aren't biological siblings and my dad is not her biological dad would pretty much crush her. He may be an absolute asshole, but him and his side of the family is all she has. I don't think it's my place to be the one to tell her, but I also don't think anyone will if I don't. I don't know what to do. Should I keep this to myself? Should I tell her now? Should I wait till she's a little bit older to tell her? Should I talk to my dad about it first? I don't know. Also, my dad doesn't know that I know. I don't know what to do. Any advice would be appreciated, but just remember, I'm a little sensitive Pisces baby. Thank you. Goodbye. I'll say it again. I really appreciate when you let us know that you're sensitive. Yeah, because I was about to go. Oh, I know. Um how does your mom know that he cheated? Because even if you have a vasectomy, you can still, like, mistakes, like, it can still happen. It's not 100%. Is your mom just saying that your stepmother cheated because she got pregnant, or does your mom know for sure? Yeah. How did she come upon this information? And you say that they have a really rocky, your parents have a rocky relationship. Right. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just no. You shouldn't tell. That's not your secret to tell. No. Because I think that, like, a part of you... I think part of the reason why you want to tell is because, like, you hate him and you want her to have, like, a better family, but... Or the opportunity to have some, like, great people in her life. But this was... Nobody... And I say this, like, out of, like, love. um, And I don't want to mean this to come across callous at all is because... It's not, you got, you were told this information from your mom. You weren't told this information from her biological father who's looking for her and looking to have a relationship with her. And that's the big thing that like, it's telling her something that is going to, yeah, shatter her idea of her like nuclear family and opens up all of these like questions and then also opens up the chance for potentially like horrendous rejection from a parent that she didn't even know that she had mm-hmm. also vasectomies are reversal too so like for all your mom knows is they got it reversed yeah and but yeah maybe your dad does know and like it is that is the case mm-hmm. but it's also not yours to tell even no. if you think nobody is going to tell her um she's 13 she's so right. young she's dealt with the passing of her she was four when her mom passed mm-hmm. like this is not i think like i think it's like i think your intentions are really pure in the sense that like you don't want to keep anything from her but i think there's probably a part of you that kind of wants to give her this like fairy tale 
family and kind of like this one's shitty, but like you actually have, like, I talk about all the fucking time that I'm like, God, I wish I was adopted. Like, I wish I could find out now that like, blah, 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 blah. But I am, I am an adult, like, and obviously that has not happened to me, but like, that's something that sh- yeah you don't and it's also not your responsibility or obligation to tell her because you don't know for a fact so what i would do is i would not dig i would not talk to your dad about it i would pretend your mom never told you if she brings it up again you're like i have no idea what you're talking about like i don't believe you like i think that you need to i would ask the mom how she came upon this information you think so yeah i mean i would I, just because your mom could just be making assumptions yeah no i agree yeah I just think if you, if you just step out of the situation and you just like pretend you never heard that and like be the best, like, and you also like, if you can like reach out and be close to her, like your, yeah, your hat, like her again, like your sister again, like, I think that's a more impactful thing than telling her this. And this is something that like people find this when they do like 23 and me, or maybe like if it is true, your dad has a plan to tell her when she turns like a certain age. Or like the only, I would say the only reason why it would need to come up is if like there was like a medical medical thing. That's the only reason why it should come up. Yeah, because it is true. Like family, like it's, it's not like family is also like who raised you and again like this would be so incredibly different if there was like a a parent out there who was trying to find her and Mm -hmm. wanted a relationship with her because basically what this all this does now is opens up for another deadbeat dad yeah you know like it just opens up for an additional and i don't or maybe the other person doesn't know that's what i mean like i don't think i i if it was a one night they cheated maybe like whatever it is like it's either that person doesn't know and we have no idea if this is something that they would want to like take on, um, but they might know and they might have had no, that it might, being a parent might have not been what they wanted to do and they are living their life knowing that they have a kid. And I think that um, this, it, it just opens up and I don't mean this in like a, a callous way at all. But um, when you don't have like great family who's like raised you, that can feel like a personal failure. And she's only 13 and like taking a lot of that burden of feeling like she is a reason or like all of those. She's she's taken on a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's too much to have been taken on for a plate for a 13 year old, especially with her mom ODing when she was so young. Um, And obviously you said her dad and you're yeah your dad and his new girlfriend don't treat her well and you don't like any of that kind of stuff. And it just opens it up for her to feel like somebody else is not going to pick her too. Mm -hmm. And that's way too much and unnecessary. And I think if your goal in all of this is to make her feel like seen and loved and have this like potential opportunity for like great family, I think you can, step up and be in her life more and be that because you can control that you can't control how her potential biological father is going to react to this news and how he's going to step up to it um and you can control how you are with your and your relationship with her but also if it's going to make you like being around her more is going to make you like feel like more that you should give you the like 
determination to tell her more, then you should back off. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you think. Like, well, I think I would have wanted like, no, Mm -mm. no, it's, it's, she has already dealt with too much for her age. And that has not, that's no knock on her as a person, but like growing up, like we can only like, we have kitty plates to start. And Mm -hmm. when it gets overflowed with trauma and just shit that happens and all of that, like someone it's, it's growing up too fast and growing up too fast catches up to you. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, um, you're not necessarily adapting. And one of my things that my therapist told me, she's like being resilient is like a product of trauma. Like it's not a, it's not like a compliment. It's an observation when someone's really resilient. And we use that as a compliment a lot, especially for young women. Um, when in reality, we should just be like acknowledging the space that they're in and like the shit that they've gone through and how like you shouldn't have had to grow up so fast. You shouldn't have had to be, I shouldn't have to give you a compliment. Like, wow, can't believe you're still like, like trucking on after all the shit you've been through. Like, look, you keep bouncing back up. Like, it's not, it's a, it's very like this, like, um, girl boss kind of way to like, she's a tough cookie. It's okay. She can handle it. Yeah. No, no, no. And you shouldn't have to. And this is, you have a unique opportunity to, and you're 21 now and you have a unique opportunity to hold this information back from her. Right. Again, theoretical information. We don't even know if it's hundred percent, but you have this power to hold this back and we can't prevent a lot of trauma for other people, but this and this opportunity, you can. Mm-hmm. And so you're the adult and you you can you can hold on to it and i my, yeah my biggest advice is just to forget that it ever happened um or yeah i would say forget that it ever happened or take melissa's say. like and find out if it's true or not but that doesn't change whether that you doesn't tell change i just think that i don't know if your mom's going around gossiping and telling people because it could eventually get back to her but like ask your mom how she came upon this information where she got it from is it just solely based on the fact that your dad had a vasectomy yeah because that's it there he could have actually he could have like she the vasectomy is only like 99 percent mm-hmm. effective and then he could have got a reversal which also is very plausible yeah yeah but i i will also say that if your mom is going around telling people and it's going to get back to her it is it is if that is the case then you tell your dad you have to tell like you have to tell her i will be happy to be there and have that conversation with like be there if you need me to be there um but i honestly i honestly in that kind of thing there's certain things people are like oh well it's better if they hear them from you sometimes yes but if you're not positive that information is going to get to them i'm a fan of I'll just lie. If you hear it from somebody else and I knew it ahead of time, it was a, it was an 80% chance you were going to never have to hear this information ever. 20% chance that somehow someone else knew and told somebody it was going to get to you. I'm going to bank on the 80%. Mm-hmm. I would rather that. And in that moment, when that comes, I'll either say, I didn't want to believe this was true. I completely like, or I'll be like, I had no idea. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if you can potentially it's not an inevitable thing to find out. And I think if you can potentially withhold harming someone, especially at this point, you don't have like proof and it's not good news. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I 
I think the best thing you can do is do whatever you need to do that can make you feel okay being around her and having a like a good relationship with her without telling her this kind of stuff. Great. But yeah, don't tell her. All right. Next call. Next call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I have been waiting for a chance to call in for years now listening to your podcast. So this is exciting, but also not exciting because I have an issue and I need advice. <laughs> so um, I am 25. My husband is 31. And I made a mistake when we were dating and engaged. Um, he is really into nipple play. And I was really indifferent at the beginning. Um, I didn't mind playing with his nipples. It made him come. He really loved it. And he really liked to play with my nipples, which I, I mean, I was indifferent. It was whatever. But it got to the point that he just started doing it way too much. And um, I really, really lost interest quickly. And I told him that I didn't like it anymore and that it was actually doing the reverse effect and I was getting turned off. So he didn't listen to me. And that's been the problem. He does not listen to me. He does it all the freaking time. I guess he like took it like a challenge or something like, ooh, she doesn't like this. Then let's just bug the shit out of her and keep doing it. I'm not kidding you. Like I I almost dread the point when he comes home from work every day because he like goes straight to like, ooh, you look like a snack, which is fine. But then he goes straight to like trying to pinch my nipples and it pisses me the fuck off. And I can't fucking stand it anymore. I'm at my wit's end. Like we'll be we'll be having sex or something and I'll be playing with his nipples because he likes it and I don't mind doing it. But then he reaches down and tries to play with mine and I just instantly go dry. Like I, I'm like, okay, sex is over. Like I'm not in the mood anymore because you just fucking touched my nipple. I told you not to. And I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. Like I've tried telling him. I've been to the point of tears before where I'm like, I don't fucking like it. It makes me mad when you do it. I it pisses me off. It turns me off completely, and I I hate it. <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't get it. I don't know why. And uh, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do. Like he hasn't said or anything that this is a deal breaker. And we've been married for five years now. Like, dude, if this was a deal breaker, you should have told me before we got engaged. <laughs> I. I don't know what to do. I love him so much. I don't want to end this relationship over something like nipple play. But God, take a hint, man. I mean, seriously, what what do I do? I don't know. Any advice would be great. I would love any advice because I'm not comfortable talking to anyone else about this. Please help me. Please help me. Thank you so much. In my notes, I just have divorce in all caps underlined. I was screaming in my head on top of being very angry because he's doing something sexually uh-huh. that you don't want mm-hmm. against your will when you've told him to stop and you've cried over it. Like I have goosebumps. Like it's, this is not the way that you are speaking about it in the sense that like, oh, I don't want to like over something as like little as nip. Like that's, this is that's not, not what a this little is about. thing. This is not little at all. Take away and replace any of sort of physical action. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not have your consent to do this. Not only does he not have your consent, which point blank is enough, 
you have also expressly told him over and over and over again that you do not like this and stop. And like the way that you're like, it's like he takes it as like a challenge to keep like that's fucked up. That's so that's messed up. Beyond belief, like. And then he comes home and that's the first oh my thing he, that he does. How I'm not endorsing violence at all, but how the I if some getting in my personal space, like doing like it's like if you're um and it's a very different situation, but like something that I've always hated since I was a little kid, which I'm like, I'm not gonna do that with my parents. Fucking hate when adults would just tickle me. And I would be like, stop, mm-hmm. stop, stop. I don't. But like, then like, I'm gonna kick you. And it's just like an automatic reflex kind of reaction. And for you to not have those innate physical, re- like you are- you're shutting down. Yeah, you're shutting down. You're shutting down your physical reaction that someone does when like someone gets into your personal space and is doing something you don't want to do. Like, the reason, and, and it's because that you have, this is your husband. It's because you have a relationship with him. If this was a random person or anyone else, like we have those, you know, your doctor kicks your knee, that hits your knee, you have a reflex, mm-hmm. but you are suppressing that. And he's not like, he does not respecting your, like, that's why this is, a. Uh, again, if you, if, if for you, it's easier to take out nipple play and yeah. put in something else. That's like, he is, he's not listening to me. He's, he continues to do this physical thing to me that I hate. Mm-hmm. And I've told him and it's like he, the way you're describing, it, it's like he gets enjoyment over the fact that you are not enjoying it, which is sadistic right? and so fucked. And you, I think I, you know that, and it's not about, and it always like pains me when we hear people calling about this of being like, how do I get through to this person? And it's, that person is choosing not to, like, they're choosing. They hear you. You're not speaking a different language. You're not saying it wrong. You've blatantly said no, that you don't enjoy it. And he continues to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets off on the fact that he's continuously doing something that does not excite you. Mm-hmm. Like, that you do not want. <sighs> He's forcing you into a sexual, a sexual situation that you do not want to be in. Yeah. And I'm sure like if you're calling him out and like he's coercing you to like he's not doing it and then suddenly you're having sex and then he does like it's it's manipulate it's, it's control like it's getting mm-hmm. off on that kind of control of it. And like of I would be brought to tears too of frustration because like it's it's appalling to like again, like you said, be married to someone for five years and have them just not respect your boundaries at all like and again expressly expressed boundaries and it's even more i'm sure it also like as soon as you started expressing it and he kept doing it that seemed even like that feels so much worse because you're like you're you're doing this because you know i'm gonna feel like this in the end and you're Mm -hmm. okay with that or you like that and that's so fucked so 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 fucked um I mean, I, you're not, when I say like divorce, like this to me is just a symptom and a sign of someone who does not respect your body autonomy at all. And that doesn't respect you at all. And that's like a a terrifying partner to have. I think that if you feel like you need, um, I don't know what, like a last ditch effort or for you to feel like you have, again, every stone left unturned. I would schedule a couple's therapy session 
And I would talk to a therapist about it beforehand and then be like, I'm going to bring my husband in. And like, so it's not the first session you have had an established relate. You have, you have clued the therapist in beforehand um, and have that there. And if you need that before recognizing that like, oh, it's not how I'm saying it. It's just, it's you, it's, you don't care. Um, and then find a good lawyer and yeah, cause this is like, this is just, I'm infuriated. I know it's not funny. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. And like, even the way that you're kind of downplaying, like, well, it's just like, like, I'm like, that to me sounds like something he would say, like that that's like a justification for any of this. And like five years that's is the way that she was coping with telling us. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make light of the situation. She, she said she's never talked to anybody about it yeah. before. Yeah. This is. I also want to say that, like, div- like, obviously, you need to do what's best for you and, like, your safety and everything. Um, but for anyone, like, divorce is not a failure ever at all. And, like, if you end up with somebody who does not treat you well, that's not a personal failure. That's not, like, a lapse in judgment. Like, that's that's not your fault at all in like a and fi- 5 years like no no relationship is wasted time at all but you need to make the actions that are going to protect you like emotionally and physically in the future and be with someone who respects you respects your body autonomy and like knows no what the word no, no means. means yeah cuz i think also if you think and do some inventory about your relationship, I think you might notice that like, I think it's highly unlikely that this is like an isolated trait. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. And if you find that you actually don't really talk to your friends about your relationship a lot, I would reflect on like why that is, even if it's not this kind of stuff, because you can be in like really like toxic, bad, manipulative relationships and like have no idea but you you compensate for the other person you know oh i'm sorry i know this is like i feel bad too because like when someone's um you know opening up being vulnerable yeah they're trying to make light of the situation because they know yeah oh last thing i will say um you started the call saying like, I fucked up. You did not fuck up at all. No. Like saying that you were interested in something at the time when you were like. Exploring. Yeah. Seeing if you might be. But also like you can be into something mm-hmm. for like a week, a day, a season, a couple years. The like, next time you can be into something at the beginning of starting that sex round. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. else to say it. But like and then be like, I don't want that anymore. Think about it like food. Like sometimes you're in the mood for this. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're like, I'm never going to eat that again. I have no desire to try that. I'll try that once. And like, no, I had a phase with this for a couple of years. And like now I'm not into this anymore. Like and that's not it's not like uh being attracted i mean i mean in like the sense of like phase of uh sexual yeah Mm -hmm. sexual sexual things so yeah but i would none of this is on you like Mm -hmm. you did not invite this in because at one point you were into this like at one point i was 
again, not to trivialize this, but like at one point I was into gauchos. I don't have to wear gauchos for the rest of my life. Like at one point we've all done like one point someone has braces. You don't have braces for the rest of your life. Like you didn't invite something in because you were okay with something at a certain point in time. And even if for anyone, if you like say that you're into something or you like it and like you are not wholeheartedly being truthful, any any adjustment or change or feeling like saying that you are not into that later on is not deceit. It is not any, it's not your fault at all. It's, this was my automatic reaction to this. This is what I said. I've now done some reflecting, realize I've not been truthful. And so like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't consent to that. And your partner should without a doubt respect that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh my God. I just can't even imagine like the, t- oh, my heart breaks, like the terror you might, every time he comes home. And like, I don't mean to, I don't know if this is like making, I don't think it is, but like the way you're talking about it is someone who is in an abusive relationship. I'm terrified for my husband to get home, like, and doing this kind of stuff. Like I, I think you need to take the, the physical act out of this and recognize that like your partner should never be making you feel like this, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it's over. But I do want to like commend you for taking the first step in, you know, getting help because mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't, this wasn't an easy call to make. Yeah. And you're at your wits end. Like we, you've said it, we can hear it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it feels like you feel really powerless and that you've done, you've done everything that you can. And what sucks is that at this point, what you are left with when you have done you've kind of gone through your entire toolbox for this. You're left with recognizing like this never was never on you, but this, there is no doubt now, do you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's like a really like overwhelming and kind of scary place to be. So yeah, I would just, um, in all of this, I know you only told us, I would, you don't have to get specific with a friend, but again, because this is like a physical nature and crossing boundaries thing, I think it is important to like let one person know who is within closer proximity to you and you don't have to be specific with like what's happening um but i would also say that like there is no reason to feel like like it's trivial or it's like a funny it's not like it's not and i hope that like our reactions have shown you that people who know you in person and have known you for a while like will most like like will have hopefully the same level of like support um through all of this stuff but i'm yeah i'm so fucking sorry (sighs) all right time for don't blame them this is where a caller will um let us know their own advice based on a call that we previously had so they think we forgot something they heard something we didn't or they just have their own opinions here we go okay I'm going for it. Don't blame them because this one just pissed me off. It's the, he doesn't understand casual sex situation from, I don't know what episode. Um, so I, me and my husband had very different childhoods. He grew up Catholic as hell and I had a whole faith, a massive one. I have slept with literally 10 times the amount of people he has. And again, for him, it was only people in relationships. And for me, it was a lot of one-night stands. At no point ever has he asked about my motivation for why I did that, unless it's related to, like, my mental health. 
Um, at no point ever do we discuss past sexual experiences unless it is related to what I like or don't like or things that trigger me from bad experiences because it's irrelevant to the relationship. Unless I bring it up and I want to talk about it, then that's fine. And even then, he's like, I really don't care because he doesn't need to because it's irrelevant to the relationship. So your boyfriend wanted, feeling like he has to understand casual sex to understand you is utter bullshit. He doesn't need to understand casual sex because he's not having it. That's not part of your relationship. And the fact that you have had it before is not part of your relationship. This guy doesn't need to go fuck a random person. He needs therapy. And if I'm really honest, you need to get out. Because like Megan and Melissa said, he may say it's not, but it's a thousand percent coming from a place of judgment and slut shaming. And you don't deserve that. That's completely stupid. Um, Yeah, so get you a man who values you and does not put your I don't know the way he sees you has nothing to do with your past sexual experiences um, because it's it's so irrelevant I can't even say it enough um, I I hope either your relationship works out and you're happy or I, I hope that you find someone who doesn't make you feel that way um, best of luck I hope this helps I know that was a little hard um, but I wish you guys the best and love the show. Thank you. Bye. I love that. That's such a good point. Like he doesn't to understand you better, to know you better. He does not need to under like your sexual, your past experiences. And also he doesn't need to understand casual sex because he's not having casual sex. Mm-hmm. Very good points. You like speak how energy. I wish I spoke. I like that energy. Me too. You do speak like that. No, but she's way more, she's way more concise than me. She probably, she might've written it out though. That's true. That's true. That's true. Great point great fucking point and this was also the overwhelming response on um was the facebook group or the i think it was facebook or maybe some patreon comments but yeah people were heated Mm -hmm. about this one because it is it's it's slut shaming and nothing pisses me off more i mean there's a lot of things piss me off i guess i shouldn't rank them (laughs) um when um men like code they're slut shaming in a way um, that it comes from like a place of love or it comes from like concern. Oh, yeah. And it, when it comes from someone that, you know, because like we're really adapt to look out for that kind of stuff in um, people we don't know and people we don't trust. And then when people we trust do those things, it's kind of camouflaged in a different way that it's a lot harder to recognize. And it's just fucked. So I agree with everything that they said in that. Wow. We are ending the show on... Are you going to go look at comments? Yeah. Reviews to see if we can, like, Mm -hmm. uplift it a little bit? Yeah. Intro was not too long. Did I read this one? I don't think we did. I think we just said that. Yeah. Intro was not too long. Don't believe the haters. I definitely didn't read this from Mimi Roth. M-E-M-M-Y-R-A-U. I can't. When you read letters like that, they either go in one okay. or the other. I can't visualize that. I'll have to do my voice for oh, reviews. I found this podcast over quarantine. I've been going back and listening to older episodes since one a week just isn't enough. While I enjoy a guest here and there, M&M are a duo that can't be beat. 
they're bold, unapologetic, and even... You didn't finish writing the review. So. Stop it. <laughs> Wait, that is so funny. I love it like that. Yeah. Don't too. edit it. Go just add another one. That is funny. I love it. That makes me so happy. I would love to know. Um, maybe you can also let us know in the Instagram comments too. How you found, when you started listening to the podcast, how you found it. Did you find it through anyone different? I've had a couple of people, I think, found it through... Oh, I don't remember, but it was one episode specific. It was like different guests, any of that stuff would love to know, or like the episode that made you start listening. Okay. Well, that's it for our episode. Hope you all enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Forgot to breathe. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Again, all the same requests from the start of the show. Keep it under three minutes. Write down everything and practice. Let us know your ages and your pronouns. And got to be H and over. Have your parents' permission. Our video version is also available on Patreon if you want to see us. See Melissa's hot new hair and see me attempt to hide my blue feet in the couch. We also would love if you want to just support the show. You don't have to like watch the video versions, only a dollar a month. And then we have our $5 tier where we do Zooms, like live streams twice a month. It is so fun. We know so much about everybody's life. It's great. We have new people joining all the time. Mm -hmm. And we had someone new join. When did we do it? Like two days ago? Yep two days ago and it was like their first time and they were like this is so much fun this is great so it's so it's such a wonderful community and like so awesome and we love it and uh it also helps us continue to do the show and follow me on instagram youtube twitter tiktok buy my book my presets and uh what would you like to follow me on instagram twitter i was like into doing twitter yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Okay, well, someone has not been up to date on Twitter all week, and you're going to have the, like, come on. Ma'am, I'm on Twitter liking things. But, like, for the stuff that you're doing, oh, I have yeah. to go through and read deep into threads. Yeah. And I don't have time for and that. And also, I've probably tweeted 200 times a day. So, yeah, yeah, it's been that's a lot. too much. It is. I just need the Cliff Notes agree. versions. <laughs> I told you, I have a Cliff Notes version know, for so you. I know, so that's what I'm saying. But, you know, my, <laughs> my Twitters are, when I tweet, I'm usually just, like, saying something to Megan. Really, I love it, though. You know. You're great on Twitter. Yeah. It's just, I go through phases. Yeah. Sometimes I'm good on Twitter. Sometimes I'm not. One week I was good on TikTok. The rest of the time. <laughs> it's yeah, it's I, I feel the same way about TikTok. Yeah. I go through my phases. Yeah. Anything else? Maybe I'll pop up a YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> I would die. I just you just don't tell me. I just suddenly see what I'm like. Oh. Yeah. Um, anything else you want Any of your podcasts? Uh, go check out my business Instagram, Diamond Imprint Productions. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, that is it. We will see you all next time. We forgot to do any of our soundboard. Do you want to throw a sound? No, it's to just take us it out? Was so far. Do you want me to do one? Which one? What color? I don't I just know. Pick? Just pick one. Okay. And with that, we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good one to end on. It was. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.